I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back to the Brotherly Banter Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Josh. And boy, it has been a long, I think, three weeks. Yikes. And we are sorry. That is on me. And it is Josh's fault. (laughs) That is on me. Uh, But uh, yeah, no, we've had a lot going on. Uh, We'll spend most of the time today kind of catching everybody up on that. But um, nevertheless, we're glad to um, get back at it. this week, and um, yeah, man, it's it's been an interesting three weeks. A lot has happened, both in our personal lives as well as in the world. So we're going to do our best to cover the things that are most valuable and most important to you and to us. But um, anyway, Josh, why don't you take us away with um, all your excuses? So <laughs> the day, the last time that we that uh, we recorded. I'm pretty sure we were sitting here talking about, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go to the doctor because I'm having diverticulitis. Uh, so that transformed into, I got put on antibiotics that day. Uh, the next day, I was in the ER. Um, yeah, I had diverticulitis flare-up. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's very common in people who are 68 and older. Um <laughs> So I have the insides of a 68-year-old man. Uh, your large intestine has like little pockets on it. Something gets, you know, a seed or something like that gets in one of those pockets, causes it to get infected, and there you go. So you're basically on 10 days of antibiotics. It's a very slow healing Death. deal. <laughs> so I got it for the first time five years ago. Um, I just, at 30 years old, okay, uh, I went to the ER, uh, and I just wanted to make sure nothing was about to explode in my stomach. And uh, Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I, I go to uh, go to Baptist ER. They do a CT. They're like, "Yep, you have diverticulitis." So after that, all they did was just put me on some oral antibiotics. Went home. Um, had to go see a GI doctor. Had to get a colonoscopy done. He said that I had a. He said I had a a good looking hole. Okay. <laughs> like he said, man, you don't have any polyps, anything. Use those words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, it's just bad luck. And so it's pretty common that after you get it one time, you can get it again. So I basically went five years, four and a half years, never had any problems, and then all of a sudden. Started having some issues again, and then this time, they put me in the hospital for like four days. Yeah. They put me on IV antibiotics. Dude, and so then um, they were like, I, I felt, I went in on a Friday. I felt good enough to come home on Sunday. But they're like, well, we don't want to go from that to oral antibiotics. You be right back in here again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I get it. So we're going to keep you in here another day. So I didn't leave till Monday. Um, they... Apparently, there's this whole other world of antibiotics and given medicine that I didn't know about called like infusion companies. So basically, they are they give you IV antibiotics for you to take at home. The way that that happens is, is you get a pick line, P-I-C-C line in your arm. 
I was not prepared for that. <laughs> okay. Like, I've never passed out from giving blood, like, shot, you know, veins and needles and all that. But um, that was that intense. was intense, dude. I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, they just, I don't know. They all made it a big deal. Like, this person had to come do it. Um, and, yeah, dude, so... They basically put a line, and it's right above your uh, elbow there in your bicep, and it goes all the way to your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is about to pass out. <laughs> and there's got there's like two tubes. So basically, if if you're giving yourself antibiotics, all you got to do is plug your antibiotic up to one of those tubes. It gives you yeah. antibiotics, goes to your heart, and distributes it to your body. Um. Yeah, dude comes in, he's like, hopefully this ain't going to hurt bad. <laughs> looks at my wife and like, yeah, looks at. Man, looks you need at, to be prepared for yeah, the He looks at Chelsea, he's like, you ain't going to pass out if you see blood, are you? I was like, what is ha- what, what's going on? Right. I'm sitting here in this bed. This dude gets fully, like, um, dressed in, I don't know, gear. You know, like, he's fixing to give me, he's, he's fixing to give me surgery. <laughs> I don't trust this dude. And, um, so yeah, like they numb your, they numbed that artery and just start shoving that thing in there. <gasps> I had like a palpitation. <laughs> he goes, oh, we got a little too close. <laughs> uh, I didn't like it. Uh, eventually I got used to it, came home, but I was just like, it was weird because I'd be laying in bed. Oh, got a little too close. <laughs> yeah. The funny like, part. Oh yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> I, it was the weird part. Was I knew there was something there, and I would. I just had this fear in the back of my mind that something was just gonna go, and I was gonna be dead. <laughs> and the next morning, uh, so I finally got off IV antibiotics. They came over here and took the uh, pick line out, which that nurse looked like she was just cranking a lawnmower when she pulled it out. I didn't feel a thing. When it came out, mm. um, and put me on two weeks of augmenting, which I literally just finished today. I told Alex before we got up here, I was like, I don't know if I'm having a spell now, or I was like, there's no way that I'm having diverticulitis again. I had another episode last night. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> we'll go back to that cocktail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to eat. Just some fruit cocktail. Blow me out. <laughs> Um, advice from Jerry. But he was. I had another CT scan last Friday. The doctor's supposed to look at it. Look at it. Give me a call. Um, probably going to end up having elective surgery. I don't think it's that big of a deal. They kind of go in laparoscopically. Uh, it's an outpatient thing. Cut out a piece of my my glory hole, and <laughs> and I can just continue living my life. <coughs> Which is, I really hope that that's what happens, uh, to be honest with you, because I don't want to do that again. Mm. But I'm fine. Thanks for all the prayers and thoughts. I have seen a few people uh, asking, you know, when are y'all going to record again? How are you doing? Uh, so I really appreciate that. Um, good now, um, as of right now. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> other than that, I'm There's glad to be There's still time. Here. Yeah, we still got time in the day. and Well, every person that I've brought it up or, like, said, well, you know, Josh's in the hospital. And, I, you know, that's 
that's been my excuse for why we haven't recorded a podcast in three weeks. I'm like, oh my God, Josh was in the hospital for like two weeks. <laughs> uh, so it was really four days. But um, yeah. But yeah, uh, a lot of people were like, well, he was talking about his diverticulitis in that last episode y'all did. I'm like, yeah, it all kind of went down right after that. Yeah, it all went downhill but, very fast um, from then. But yeah, but anyway, that's kind of the story. But we are thankful Joshua is fine and he's. He's all right. He's making it. Yeah, I got. Oh. Um, so I look. So the four days that I was there, I ate nothing but Jello and popsicles. Um, popsicles. Yeah, popsicles and Jello, which you can you you can lose a little bit of weight doing that. <laughs> um, but I got I got tired of that. I wanted I wanted a piece of meat, <laughs> not from the hospital. Um, I'm weird about that. Like I ain't trying to eat hospital food. Yeah. That, uh... Well, we'll see. Uh, what you? Oh, Primos. You went to Primos right after you got done, right? Yeah, because they put me on a low residue diet, which is like um, low, bread low and desserts, residue. and you know, oh, <laughs> uh, getting all fat and sassy. Yeah. So I ate uh, like you can't like it's white enriched uh, bread. It's not you. wheat bread. So I was just eating avocado toast for lunch every day. Um. Yeah, so fiber was not good. But when you are, if if, if you're a diverticulitis uh, patient, they tell you that you're supposed to be on a high-fiber diet. And Chelsea started a diet. She didn't, she didn't put me on it, but when she was going to do it, and I told her originally that I was going to do it before I had this deal happen, when I told her that I probably wasn't going to do it, I could tell she was just like... I was like, fine, I'll go on this diet with you. So I've been eating really good. I've been drinking like 100 ounces of water a day. So I know that if I have it right now, I don't. there's nothing that I can do. Yeah. Like I have literally eaten high fiber, lean meats, green vegetables, um, no sugar, no carbs, um, water, no carbonated drinks. You've been doing your... the. Uh- the five and one thing with yeah 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 or I've been doing the it's like four and two oh, okay yeah um and I've lost like six pounds feel good been w- trying to work out um so I don't know yeah but uh, I did have a flare up uh, Chelsea does have me on a diet I'm ready for that to be over I told her I'd just do it for a month Optavia maybe we could get sponsored by Optavia if y'all hear us. Uh, we hear segment, this segment. Um, hey, look, it's expensive, but it's expensive, but it works. Uh, yeah, it I, it's a huge caloric deficit. It's kind of the, and it gets you trying to create a habit of making, putting the stuff you just mentioned in your diet. But I lost thirty two pounds in six weeks with Optavia when I first did it. Optavia, so. <laughs> Optavia. Uh, um, well, it, it it's it's work. I I don't get if hungry. you work out very intensely. If you like, if you're an intense workout person, this is not for you. But if you're someone who doesn't work out intensely or at all, this is a great place to start. Because um, I know people who've been on that program and like have plateaued. Well, you, yeah, because you basically you have a target weight, and you basically kind of go through this cleanse the first week. You're just not having any carbs. You're drinking straight water. But I didn't ever get hungry. Doing 
this plan, uh, and the only reason that I did the four and two, which just means you get two meals in the day, you get lunch and dinner of some sort of green vegetable, uh, like a low carb vegetable and a meat. It really don't matter. It don't have to be a lean meat. It, it helps. Be, but you know, you could eat a hamburger patty. You know, yeah, or, or kill meat. us a sausage or something. Yeah, like Chelsea and I ate a you know eight ounce. Well, it was a sixteen ounce ribeye, and I cut it in half, and I grilled that. And we ate that and like some asparagus, uh, but you can eat that like for dinner and um, and then they give you these little fuelings during the day. So it'd be like a protein bar, a protein shake. Uh, you can get like some uh, like a bag of chips that are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all out ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't ever get hungry doing the two meals a day, and I work out. I try to work out at least two or three times a week. Um, and yeah, so I've lost I've lost like six pounds doing that, and I don't I haven't really haven't felt hungry. But uh. Chelsea's lost. She told me this morning. I think she's lost ten pounds. Nice. She's like, "Can you tell?" <laughs> I said, "Not really." <laughs> I mean, like, I was gonna say twenty. I, ain't, I haven't. Great. I haven't. I haven't like looked at you. You know, she was wearing a jacket when she asked me this morning. Like, <laughs> so I don't uh, look at my wife. <laughs> yeah, when I come home, you're in your paw paw pajamas. I can't. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> You look like a boy. Can't get excited when you look like a boy. <laughs> oh man, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, hey, uh, one thing that okay. First off, we won't talk about it long, but we were hoping to get an episode in before and after Super Bowl with some predictions. What was your prediction going into the Super Bowl? And was like, so we hadn't talked about the Super Bowl. We, had, we like, talked about it. Yeah, but like we hadn't like we were like a week the last week that we um that we met and recorded, we talked about like Jim Harbaugh going to uh the Chargers. Um mm. Detroit had just lost like all So that. we didn't so, have an episode after the Super Bowl. No, we have not. That's how long it's been, man. Wow. 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 <laughs> what a hole. Yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, what was Is your prediction? Going into the Super Bowl. I told you that I wanted the 49ers to win. I was a Brock Purdy fan, but I knew that the Chiefs were going to pull it out. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. They just got shut out the second half of the game, right? Yeah. Like, the the 49ers couldn't do anything on offense. Uh, so. Did you, hear uh, about, did you hear about the overtime stuff? That, like, all the 49ers players that admitted that they didn't understand that the Overtime rules were different in the playoffs or whatever. That like, Mm-mm. so they chose to take the ball, and if they would have understood that, um, it's like starting a new game, you know that whole deal. Oh, they they yeah. were saying that they would have deferred instead of letting Pat Mahomes get the ball with only only having to score a touchdown, basically. And it's like that. That should have been reversed or whatever. And so everyone's saying, like, oh, the players, they didn't know. But I'm like, but that's – a player didn't just go out there and just go rogue and be like, no, no was, we want the ball. Like the, coach the coach was telling him to, to do, do that, y'all. So I, I don't know. But, yeah, no, I hated it for, for Purdy as well. And uh, and then, gosh, freaking prayers to Kansas City, man, shooting at the 
parade. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I yeah. did hear about that. Um, mm. and anyway, man, we can't have nice things anymore. But uh, but yeah, dude. So Kansas City deserves it. Um, whether you hate them or love them, um, they played really well. Travis Kelsey made it very clear that he's coming back next year. Mm. Um, unless Swifty well, convinces over him under that he still with Tay Tay. Yeah. Uh, sure. when he comes back next year? Oh, yeah. No, I, I feel like something's so. going to happen. You think they're still going to be together, really? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think maybe so. It's, maybe it's true love. I mean, she's way cooler than he is in the world. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be his loss, I guess. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Seemed like, uh, seemed to be. It's so funny, though, because if you learn a little bit about the Kelsey brothers, you know, one day when their podcast I bet is as good as this morning, when their podcast is as good as ours, you know, and uh, <laughs> but his Jason's wife, Kylie yeah. Kelsey, is like the polar opposite of like celebrity. Max. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like yeah. she is. Um, she was an athlete, right? Didn't she I play? I think something? so. Well, so there's a picture of her up in the like in the. Uh, box box seats up there yeah. at one of their playoff games. I don't think it was the Super. It might have been the Super Bowl, but she's wearing a a red Cincinnati shirt because that's where her and that's where Travis that's and where Jason I play. play. College, yeah, and she's like, I'm from Philadelphia. She's like, I don't wear other clothes. <laughs> like, I don't wear cheap. Like, I'm sorry, we love you, Trav, but like, I'll wear red, but I'm not wearing Kansas City clothes. Like. She's super, and she's a mom, obviously, you know, so she's so much different, and, I, you know, they're in such a different stage of life. But it seems like they're all kind of jiving well together. It's me. So. I, I'm the brother that's me. I guarantee you she's, uh, she's in another country somewhere where Travis hasn't woken up yet and text him at midnight where she is over to him. Hey, it's midnight over here, and just going <laughs> to tell you I love you. <laughs> that's how she talks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love you, Taylor. But uh, but hey, speaking of the music world, real quick, American Idol. Do y'all watch American Idol? Nah, I watch it seventy percent of just to see. You're a Ferrari, <laughs> and if you don't Last. slow down, you're gonna get yourself killed. <laughs> <clears throat> um, he Luke Bryan, Luke Bryan said that once, but uh, yeah, you're pretty on the <laughs> outside. <laughs> <laughs> he was we're watching episodes getting caught up on the first couple episodes and uh last night we were watching one this guy goes i'll be honest man i like your vibe <laughs> he said i was just like busted out laughing because it's like what i'm like this guy man i just i can't <laughs> so you watch you watch it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so so it's still lana richie katie perry and and luke brown they really do do a pretty good job i, I think my frustration with a show like Idol does it the worst than anybody is you can't be a good contestant on a show like that without having a really sad story. Oh, so yeah. So I've already Oh, they build it up. I've already planned. I've worked that with some of my try out, like, co-worker. Yes. And we got to be all in. Like, I was I was born at a young age. Uh, <laughs> from the first year that I was alive, I didn't even talk to my parents. At 30 years old, I was eat up with diverticulitis. <laughs> I've made it this far. I had the insides of a 68-year-old man. I got through it by watching y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. That's so Luke, sad. You're inspirational to me personally when I listen to Country Girl Shake It For Me. It just 
shakes the diverticulitis right out of my large intestine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it has been cool. There is uh, a, an old teacher and librarian at, at Ackerman High School, Mr. Keith Jeffries, his daughter, mm-hmm. is a contestant. So I, I've somehow missed it. I haven't missed her audition, but I found a video of her. I've I've seen her sing before. Yes. And I saw. I found out that she was going on American. Right, Idol. and I just saw like this morning, literally a video of her playing her guitar and singing. And dude, she is. She's good. Really good. Yeah, she's good. What's her so, name? Uh, Jennifer Jeffries. Jennifer Jeffries. So, look her up. Look her up before. Um, yep, dude, she, she is legit. So she's on the show. She is on the show. Okay. Um, she got a golden ticket. Um, I think so. Um. All I've seen was like, hey, tune in on February 18th was the night that her episode was. But I've watched. Maybe they haven't aired that episode. I, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I haven't seen. Because they loved it. They did the same thing with that girl that was from Brandon over there. It was like everybody loved. It was She was kind of like Reba to everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that girl's name. Chelsea knew her. And they came, they came to like Brandon, Mississippi and... Uh, but they made it look like they made it look like like she took them out to their deer camp. Okay, they really Is this lived like years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skylar Lane. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So they they really lived like in a three story house in Brandon. That's mm-hmm. where she grew up. But when American Idol came and filmed, like, where are you from? Like, she just went out to a deer camp, you know. And so it made it look like she's out. She lived in this shack out in the middle of the woods, you know. I come, you know, I come from a small town, and that's yeah, how I grew up hunting and fishing and living off the land. And but really, she lived in a three-story house in Brandon. Right. Hey, man, she had no control over that. Like, her family owned that restaurant in downtown Jackson. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. street or whatever. It's yeah, called. she was good. Uh, oh yeah, no, she for did. Sure. Uh, also, uh, Loretta Lynn's granddaughter is um, is in. American Idol? So she walks okay. in and she's real quiet and they're kind of being joking with her about how quiet she is and stuff. And then she said, I've just kind of been a I'm singer and songwriter. I'm 24. I live in Nashville. I'm just trying to give this a shot. And I'm like, well, what's your experience? Well, I don't really play, haven't played gigs and sung out much anymore, but I, I was on the road a lot with my grandmother. She was a country singer. And of course, Luke's like, oh, well, who's your grandmother? And she's <laughs> like, um, Loretta Lynn. And, oh my gosh. They, they literally, they all were just like, okay like you just so casually but her a big part of her thing was like i'm i don't want to feel that pressure of living yeah, in the yeah, shadow yeah. filling the shoes and they did a really good job she did a good she was uh, good she had a good audition and they just kind of told her like hey she was you know loretta lynn was special as she was if anyone you know is country music fan but she had her own little style and like the way she yeah. did things, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were like, and you do too, and it's not the way she did it. So mm. Lionel Richie said something that was really cool. It was like, don't, um, hey, look, you've got shoes to fill. He said, but you need to take those shoes and put them in the closet because they're not your size. And I was like, I like that, Lionel. So nice. you can always count on Lionel to actually have some musical wisdom. Oh, yeah. Because um, <clears throat> the other two are just um, not <laughs> for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway, but uh, yeah, man, she's so, on there. Okay, she is. But Y'all go uh, check her out. Um, and so uh, also a dude from French Camp, Mississippi, on is Survivor. on Survivor. Yeah, Hunter 
uh, I blanked on his last name, but I found this out like literally last summer that he was doing it that because, he was get on because he, that's when he like left to go record it or something. Or it was like or Hunter spring. Mac- McKnight. Yeah. Spring of like last year or something. Oh, okay. And, but like literally the people who knew couldn't say that they knew. This is bizarre to me. But like a mutual friend, I won't, I won't name names, but a friend I have from French camp, her brother still lives there and was like, she was like, wait, is this true? Like, am I hearing this? And he, like, wouldn't give her, like, he couldn't say anything because he, like, signed a, uh, um, what's the thing you sign when you can't talk about stuff? Almost said a DNR. <laughs> That's do not resuscitate. That's not what I mean. But, uh, um, but anyway, like, uh-huh. he signed the thing the same, like, power of attorney. Yeah, like, I, I can't uh-huh. talk about it or something like Like, it was, hmm. like, interesting. But I will kill you. I will find you. Um, but anyway, so. Jennifer J. Jeffries. Is her Instagram? Yep. Okay, yeah. So, but anyway, um, that's, uh, man, just Choctaw County showing out, baby. Legitty. Um, so, I, I've, I've never watched Survivor. Um, I got into Big Brother for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, who didn't? Uh, I think it's just the tropical island version of yeah. Big Brother. It's way more exciting, though. My I pastor has tried to get on Survivor several times. Really? A senior pastor? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, So I'm sure he knows that, oh, man, there's this guy from Mississippi on here. and um, But so we watched it last night. I think last night was the first episode. I kind of liked it. So maybe that's something that we'll we'll keep (laughs) We really like Survivor. Um, Hey, I heard you... uh, you lost a chance at a Eli Manning helmet on Tuesday night. Dude, he's supposed to hook me up, man. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was the first one to write something, so I knew it was like 350 bucks. But you know he outbid you by like $10 or something like that. He went 360? Like like $20 or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey Shane Bennett. What a loser. Here's your shout out right here. No, he called me. Shane did. He should have been like, "Hey, I saw he. I had several people come up to me like, "Hey, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you, you got outbid, whatever." Well, I was like, "Well, they probably put four hundred dollars." I'm like, "I ain't doing." Yeah, I don't need four hundred dollar Eli Manning helmet. Well, that he put a little bit more than you, knowing, thinking the same thing. Like someone's gonna come in here and yeah, and no one. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is when when the, the whole thing was over with, like. There were still people out there, like, they still left it open. They said they were going to close it at a certain point, but they left it open. And uh, so you could still go out there and bid on, like, there was stuff that you could get it for the very last thing. Like, as long as you signed your name on it, a girl standing there with a credit card thing, like, they had this Manning legacy thing. It's like 700 bucks. It was a signed photo of Archie, signed photo of Eli, signed photo of Peyton. And they had it like in this little thing. And I was like, if I do, if I pay $700 for this, Chelsea's going to be mad. <laughs> She's so I didn't do gonna it. going to be mad. Ethan, <laughs> Ethan bought a signed Pete Rose jersey. Nice. Um, for like 400 bucks. But it was, I know, I, maybe I should have went back and looked and been like, all right, I'm going to 400 and we'll leave it there. But I didn't. Yeah. Um, so, 
That's a that's a that's a threat, Shane. If you're listening, which I know he'll. I've got an Eli Manning football signed. So, so they uh, had an AJ Brown helmet. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, but I didn't bid on AJ Brown. Helmet. They didn't have any MC football players helmets signed. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. Uh, but, I mean, they had some good stuff, dude. Like Chris Stapleton signed stuff. Wow. Yeah, like album. Um, That's legit. Whoever this these company this company was that that kind of handled all that, like they were legit. Like they had, uh, they had a signed Cincinnati Bengals hat by Joe Burrow, Malik Neighbors jersey signed. Um, yeah, yeah, Pete Rose was a big deal. Uh, Demarcus yeah. Ware. Dak Prescott, that was weird. Like, the only thing they had in there with Dak Prescott was, like, one of those little mini helmets, Mississippi State helmets. It mm-hmm. wasn't even Cowboys helmet with Dak Prescott. Interesting. They've been floating that to a lot of different auctions <laughs> for the last, over the years. I figured that thing would have been gone out of there, yeah. you know. But, so anyway, I walked back there that night uh, after it was over with, and yeah, whoever had bid on that old Miss helmet, they had gone. They were yeah. gone. Uh, but yeah, got to listen to Tim Brando speak. Yeah, no, that, that was, was pretty, cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, the AD at MC is a good fella. I, I met with him a couple weeks ago. He seems really nice. Got to meet the new head football coach as well. Yeah. So I think he he invited me. It's either going to be next one next week or at the beginning of April to come talk to the head coaches meeting. So, mm-hmm. um, for nice. The they they named at MC. Yeah, yeah. They they uh they did a good job with it. I don't really know what to expect. Uh, with Tim Brando, it's kind of like, but according to Ethan, he was like, man, there's been a lot more. Yeah. Two of my costumes from the There's been Archie, like last year it was um, Joe Theismann, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. No, the two college students that spoke, the guy and the girl. Yeah, yeah, were yeah. Both uh, my founder church. They did, a, they did a phenomenal job. They're real involved with FCA there, too. Yeah. But She was doing an internship, she said. Yeah, Maddie's going to go on our mission trip next or two weeks. Nice. As well with us, so I'm excited. But anyway, what's going else? What's going? What else is going on? Words are hard. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, going on? Uh, uh, in the world. I don't know. Mom and Dad are coming up here this weekend. Luke's uh, baby dedication is Sunday. We missed out on that a year ago. That's probably my fault too. <laughs> Um, There's still time to dedicate him. Yeah, like Luke's gonna go up there with a full beard with some of these kids <laughs> that are just born. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll cut up and be funny. And yeah, um, they're coming up. I think Dad wants me to smoke some ribs. Mm. If you want to come uh, partake, critique. Of, yeah, part, yeah, critique <laughs> uh, that. I was talking to Dad the other day, dude, and I got you know how like Dad's tickle box gets going, like yeah. He can't. He can't. So I was telling him this story that was on our neighborhood Facebook page. Uh-huh. Okay. So this lady um, gets on our Facebook page. I'm not going to say names or the name of our Facebook page, but you could probably go in and figure it out. Um, so this lady uh, goes into our neighborhood Facebook page, okay, and types up this whole thing has like these two pictures of these cats. Um, and we do have stray cats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, particularly across my street. So anyway, she's like, you know, 
there's five straight cats in the neighborhood. She's like, I have successfully trapped and neutered and released two of those. Um, I'd like to have them all fixed. You know, uh, took them to the veterinary clinic, met with someone over there um, to, you know, spay, neuter the uh, the cats. Um, she said, I can, I can trap another, um, but I'm responsible for the fee and, and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. So basically she was asking if anyone was willing to help cover the cost of getting these cats, these cats uh, spay and neutered, okay? Um, it's like 30 bucks, you know. <clears throat> she's like, I'm, I'm willing to transport them to the clinic. Uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, so these two particular cats um, that I have successfully trapped and neutered are becoming very friendly. It's like, I think they're litter mates. Is anyone interested in adopting them? <laughs> so this lady comments like on a, it. A thread? Yeah, or it was. Like, on, it wasn't. It wasn't. Or um, just one big post. It, it was just one post. Okay, right? gotcha. Okay. So then all of a sudden, this lady comments, uh, or is a guy or a lady, and says, uh, "Like I commented on your last post. Guess you didn't see it. They are litter mates uh, that I've been looking for for months. Their name is Garfield and Cecilia." <laughs> <laughs> oh Garfield yeah Garfield <coughs> Garfield and Sylvia they are litter mates they're my cats I've been looking for them for, for months. months she done taken them and got them spayed like um, <laughs> I told that story to dad and I thought he was gonna like pee his pants <laughs> oh man um, but yeah I guess they're coming up um I mean, I can switch over to sports. Uh, big headliner for me right now. Do you remember Anthony Kim? Yes. Oh. He's coming back to golf. Correct. So Anthony Kim, that. man, was just, like everybody was saying, I mean, he's this young player. He left like 10, 11 years ago. Okay. Um, and... Man, he was good, like sponsored by Nike, like was up there with Tiger Woods back in, you know, 2014, 13, mm-hmm. those years, man, he was killing it. And I remember it like, I was like, man, this dude, this dude's freaking good. And then all of a sudden, like he got hurt and then just disappeared from golf. Just completely disappeared. Um, And I remember playing golf, it was like last year or something, and I was like, man, you, you remember that guy that, you know, um, it was an Asian guy, but he's, I think he's from Texas, you know. Uh, but, man, he was just he was a great golfer. Everybody liked him. Then all of a sudden he just disappeared. He's like, Anthony Kim. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so all of a sudden he shows back up on the scene and is getting to play a live golf tournament mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah, I saw that. On I haven't ESPN. watched live, period. But I think I'm going to watch some live golf to watch Anthony Kim make a comeback, okay? I think he played a lot of big money games over in Texas and those big courses and stuff over there. And um, so I'm I'm pumped about seeing him play. But, dog, I looked him up on Instagram. So he he just created an Instagram like yesterday and all, all, already has 20,000 followers. Right. Okay. But <laughs> looks rough. Oh, really? Yeah. How like, old is he? You know? He's thirty-eight. Wow. 
So, you know, but I mean, think about it. He would have been 27 years old when he left the game. Yeah. You know, so he was, he's pretty much, he's the same age as me. Like just, I don't know. He was just one that I really liked. Um, but yeah, I wanted to send one of those emojis. Like, so if you look at, I think there's already people even talking about like, this is what I expected Anthony Kim to look like. And this is what he looks like now. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I'm going to have to go back and find it. But yeah, he's got something happened. Yeah. He hasn't really told, come out and told his story, which I think is coming. Uh, but apparently when he left the game, I th so he got hurt, but he had an insurance policy uh -huh. that basically said, look, if you get hurt and you're out for a certain amount of time, this insurance policy pays out. I don't know how much it was. Uh, I mean, dude was winning some good, you know, was making some good money. So I don't know if that payout was, I'm sure, north of $10 million, something like that. Right. And, but, you know, as a part of an insurance deal, it's like, hey, you got to be hurt. You can't hurt, get hurt, get this insurance money and come back next year. Right. So I think that played a part into why he didn't come back. He basically made all this money from, got all this money from this insurance policy. They basically said, you're done playing golf. You're done. Yeah. Um, winded up. Uh, so he didn't come back. Yeah. And he's back now. And, dude, he looks rough. Yeah. Like he's, like him. his, yeah, like yeah. you see his neck. Uh-huh. Like his face, like his know. nose is like squished in. Like some, yeah. He's got like this scar is, on his neck. Something like, is happening there. But. Yeah, he shows up like this long hair in a man bun, which I, that's fine. You know, I get it. Like, but um, yeah, tell, I want to know what happened, man. Yeah. Tell us what happened. Just tell us. But he's he's back, um, playing in a live event. Y'all go watch it. For those of you that are you know light bulb, hit like holy crap. Yeah, I remember this guy. Mm -hmm. Um, he's playing in a live event. His live, I think, I don't think his scores count towards the team total or anything. He's kind of a wild card deal for the rest of the year, and however live works. But that's kind of the big headliner for me right now in yeah. sports is Anthony Kim's playing golf. He's playing. He's back in the world of professional golf. How's he gonna play? Right. I think everybody wants him to play well, but deep down, we're all like, we, we've all seen this before. It's be bad. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's all I have. Um, Turkey season's right around the corner. A couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that'll be fun. I applied for two WMA hunts, uh, wildlife management area hunts, mm -hmm. and came out over in Port Gibson and then the Kapai County one, and didn't get selected for either one of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> you started that with a really good like I applied for these two hunts. I didn't get didn't get either one of them. Yeah, I didn't get either one of those. Um, but I've gotten some turkeys on camera at my place, so I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, mm -hmm. I mean it was like five gobblers, long beards, and in, in a in a row on long camera. Beards. Yeah, sweet. All right, we're gonna try to do a cold call right here, and uh, Josh is gonna. Call JJ, one of our faithful listeners, Irish. And followers on Instagram. Um, We're going to wrap up with a cold call today. You'll love his little accent. 
See if he'll answer. What are you doing? I'm on my way to Madeline. I hate you. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, yeah, tough. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to welcome you to uh, the brotherly banter cold call segment. You for real? You're you're on, baby. <laughs> Do you want me to do you want me to call you back and try again? No, I think I think you gotta keep it rolling, you know. I think that's the whole point of the brotherly banter. Well, so um you're going to play medalist. Yes, sir. Um just got an invite to go play or Yeah, so I'm playing with the um the ex head pro. He was the head pro there for like thirty years. Okay. So he was the guy, uh, he was like the first pro there when Greg Norman built the course. Greg asked him to be the head pro. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I didn't know the medalist was actually a Greg Norman course, so um, I got to wear my laptop today. Oh, come on. No, I'm actually probably, that's one of the things that I just got done talking about um, was, was AK coming back to play to the world of professional golf. Yeah. Um, have you seen pictures of that guy? Yeah, like recently? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's probably what retirement looks like, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He 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 um he looks he looks pretty rough. Yeah. Hey, I, so, I I guess what from what I've gathered so far, he you know, he left about 2000 uh 2014, 2013 with an injury and he had like an insurance policy and it was yeah. basically like, Hey, you, you know, to get this thing paid out, like you can't go back and play professional golf anymore. So that's. Uh, sounds like something from Stan Farm. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, I mean, but, but that's, I mean, that's just the way it goes. Like you can't, you know, if you, if you get an insurance policy, it's supposed to be there for, to protect you for like a season lifelong golf injury. Yeah, yeah. And I think though that like the biggest kicker, especially the insurance company, is that I mean obviously the contract wasn't actually that good if he can come back and play and live. Like it must have stayed at the PGA tour, European tour, like yeah. Asia or like they must have stipulated all these tours that back then like were the only ones and there was never any thought about a new like tour coming in. So they found a, yeah. They found a, they found a loophole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just hit the jackpot. Yeah, JJ, so, are you saying tour or tur? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what would sound better. Rory's starting to say tour, like if, I mean, no, if no, 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 no. You, hey, you be you. Yeah, I say tur, like so. That's hot. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> Um, you had the chance here. to change your fate, would you? That's Scottish, okay? Well, that's all the same to me. See, oh, I get, I get Scott, Scottish, and Irish. Uh, can you? So, do you say you say par? You say par, or do you say par? Par. 
Eight, as in like eight. eight. Yeah, eight. Eight. Yeah, pure. So there's a couple, I don't know, it it, it more just happens in, in the conversation. It's hard for me to think off the top of my head. Oh, man, we, we've already got girls piling in on the Instagram wanting you to speak again. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that. All these girls from Ackerman just have never heard that before. Oh, I used to go and do a meet and greet down at, um, yeah. what's that place called? Um, Paps. Paps. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, Robbie, we just feel your good. I need to watch that commercial again. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Well, uh. That was um, the best ever. Yeah, that would, um. That, yeah, you would blow their minds if you walked into Paps. And, oh, yeah. Can I get a sweet tea? <laughs> like, <laughs> what did he say? Cafe, what is it? What's the thing? The guy says it at the very, very end. What does he say? Hmm. Finger licking. Yeah, oh, finger licking good. Because that's not. Good? <laughs> yeah, because. Finger licking, finger licking, finger licking. KFC didn't make that up. <laughs> yeah, they, they came up with a real good one there. Never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> finger licking good. <laughs> Yeah, have you come in and do the commercial and? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, but did you hear what Rory said about Liv? What he thinks it's good well, now? No, no. So apparently, Chubby Chandler, who's Rory's ex agent, he was um, Rory's guy when he first came on the scene in like twenty nine, like two thousand and nine, twenty ten, sort of thing. Um, and Chubby Chandler took care of like Lee Westwood, Poulter, a lot of like the British guys, um, and. Rory said that he was talking to Chubby in, I think it was Dubai, January or something. And uh, there's a quote out there somewhere. Um, and that Chubby said that Rory is apparently talking to Liv about a contract at the end of this year for like 900 million or something, something like that. Um, yeah. Come on, man. So, and then they asked Rory about it. And he's like, he said that, I don't know, Chubby might know a few things. The quote's out there, right? but it's like, he didn't deny it at all. Like, if anything, he was like, yeah, you know, like, that could be true. I don't know if he's just trying to mess with everyone, but um, I, I seen that yesterday. Well, was that when he was talking about, or they were asking him about that? Because I only caught the last part of his comments. It basically just said, or I win a green jacket and just walk away. Yeah, yeah, which he won't do, but... Uh, <laughs> Like, yeah. I mean, I, it's not, I mean, if he wins a green jacket, like, he's not going to. He's not going to walk away. I, no. My freaking engine, like, just came on. <laughs> I got a, a two-hour journey. I, this is the last place I want to break down on the way to the You middle. can't make it to Medalist. Well, maybe we ought to just keep you on, make sure you make it there, man. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I, since, since I started talking to you, the engine lights came on. <laughs> Uh, well, you only you. I only I only hear from you when your car breaks down. Well, the thing is, it's like maybe you just think that I'm just. Down, I'm, I have, car broke down, and we waited about five hours for State Farm in the like in the easiest place to get to in Miami, not like some back road Mississippi. Like I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, it gets there. I think it knows better than the breakdown. Be honest. Well, I told you, you like what you needed to do was call a tow company. Not the emergency roadside service, call a tow company, and then just let State Farm reimburse you. That's probably a better idea. Yeah. I told you to do that. Um, <laughs> anyways. But um, I don't know, in like the world of golf, though, coming out in a couple days on the 6th. Yeah. 
yeah so that that's that's really good um because I feel like they're very unfiltered on that. You get you get a lot more out of it, and it's good now, because I'd imagine that they've been following Liv a little bit more, um, as before they didn't really do anything. So is this kind of the, the new merger between the tour and Liv? Yeah, yeah, because you'll yeah. get more... Um, I would imagine that they would have got a lot more behind-the-scenes stuff, because I know they interviewed Monaghan, Jay Monaghan, the mm-hmm. chairman, you know, whatever it is. Um, um, so I don't know, maybe they got some stuff on that, and especially like when the merger came out, I mean, guys, I feel like are just realizing like, look, like I just need to stop being a little prick here and just take the money and shut up like everyone else. Yeah. Well, so. uh, yeah. I mean, and I, I, I felt like uh, I was watching something the other day, like all you know the your guys that had just graduated from uh, like Corn Ferry and then are now playing golf under these new rules and stuff were kind of complaining like we don't even really feel like we're on the tour. No, it's tough because, like, the elevated events thing kind of screwed everyone, and it's, like, the dumbest thing ever because they literally took the exact model, not the exact model, but they kind of just did what Liv did and said, oh, we're going to make these these tournaments, like, the same prize money as Liv, and there's going to be no cut. It's a limited field. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, you guys were talking so much smack about, like, Liv being, like, you know, no cut. There's no incentive to play well. And it's, like, they literally just done the exact same thing. And then you guys, like, Rory, like, trying to, like, say, like, oh, this is a good thing. Like, we're going to have all the players here at once. Like, do all, you know, it's, like, come on, dude. Like, I don't know. I feel like he's just been running around in circles with it. And he's probably just, like, look, I might just take the money and just, you know, put two fingers up to everyone and say, look, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, it'd be whatever. more to the PGA so. Because, like, the Saudis okay. run sport, essentially, like, they run boxing, they run Formula One, they're going to buy soccer, like, you know. It's money, money, money. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I hate to see that. Um, I don't feel like he'll just run off to live. No, I don't either. I feel like he's just saying that just to kind of, like, prove a point. Yeah. PJ, I think. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how long Liv would be around for. It's kind of weird. I mean, look, I'm the Liv. I mean, I'll be there in the uh, Doral in two or three weeks or whatever it is. Um, and I was there last year. And the, but the events are unreal. Like I talked to a couple of the guys. Um, luckily when we were there, and like they just love it. Like it's just so much. They say it's just so much better than a PGA Tour event, just because everything's laid on so well for them. Like they take care of their caddies, their families, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, you know, it just feels like a, a like a lottery ticket essentially, right? But guys like Neiman, though, like Taylor Gooch was talking, you know, yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah, and, and the thing is, like, you know, what Jakob Neiman got an invite from the Masters because he's kind of actively playing at events, yeah, around, the, yeah, yeah, around the world. Yeah, so you can do that, like, but I mean, he's sat there and he's not; he's just kind of playing exclusively in live events. Yeah, so I mean, that's why he didn't get invited. Yeah, but it, it all kind of comes down to, like, if you play well enough, and even with the elevated events, like, you look at that guy, Jimmy Nap or Nap, or whatever the hell he's, you know, his last name is, but... Nap time. You know, he, like, he just played, he won last week, and now he's into the Masters, he's into all the elevated events. Like, mm-hmm. you can't get there, you just have to play, like, really, really well. Well, that's what the thing about, so he he's a rookie on tour from the Corn Ferry, and it was like the other guys that had gotten there... They were complaining about with you know with the new with the merger and everything, and you're talking about ele- elevated events. Like 
I don't even know if they're getting into those events. So it's like, well, we're only playing 20 events a year, so it's hard for us to get FedEx points to keep our card, you know, and and that's kind of what they're complaining about. Yeah. Like, Johnny, uh, you know Johnny Vegas? Yeah. Vegas? Yeah, 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 man. He's been playing well, though. Yeah, so we, um, I, I showed you, I texted you obviously about it, but like he was down at the Rall, and I spent like two days with him. On you were working with his brother or something, right? No, so his, um, Julio, his brother works out at the center, and um, Johnny came to Rick for yeah. two days to kind of get like a tune-up. Not a tune-up, but just to kind of get a bit of guidance with it, because I think he missed the first three cuts of the year. Um, and then the week after, he played the waste management I think he finished like 20 seconds, which was good. And then he actually pulled out of the Honda this mm-hmm. week. He's sick. Um, he was Rick was supposed to go see him on Tuesday up there, and he's still in Houston. I think he's I think he's still sick. He got like yeah. a bug. He posted about it on his Instagram yesterday. Um, but I was actually going to throw money on him because he was like, "That's like the one golf course that I absolutely love." Because it's yeah. like he's. It was interesting getting his insight on it because he's like my short game is absolutely awful at the tour level. Um. So yeah. he's like, there's some venues that I'm just screwed on, you know, that you're going to miss a lot of greens. But he said the Honda or the Cognizant or whatever it's called now. Um, yeah. He, he loves it there just because it's a ball striker's course out there. Cognizant? So it's cool. But it's, it's, a, it's a PGA or a PGA National in Florida? Live. Huh? Isn't that where it is? The Cognizant? Yeah, yeah, it's in West Palm. Yeah. I'm actually going to cost it today. Yeah. It should be you, man. You should be pulling in there about now. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? It's just a little bit harder than you'd think, but we'll get there, Josh. Yeah, we got to get you a green card, buddy. Yeah, and I'm still waiting on that. Well, hey, man, um, I really enjoyed the conversation. We'll do it again. It was some good stuff, good information. Yeah, Um, maybe maybe give me a text heads up before you do this so I don't drop any. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't be a cold call then. I'd be extremely intrigued to see what makes the cut. Yeah. Yeah. You've been pretty good. I've been all right. Just the first minute was probably a bit. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. We'll, we'll Dodgy, fix it. But look, I mean, it's, it's, it's a Mississippi podcast. Um, you know, I'm all about freedom of speech. Hey, this obviously. is this is a national podcast, baby. <laughs> yeah. Worldwide. I mean, worldwide. 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 Harry Armpit Californians. <laughs> Well, all right, brother. Well, hey, hit them good today. Let me know how you do. Yes, sir, I will. All right, be safe. All right. All right. baby. Let's go. See you, buddy. (laughs) See ya. ya. Cheers. Oh, he didn't say cheers. (laughs) That's usually how he says bye. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that was uh, kind of our wrap-up for today. want to thank you guys for tuning in. And, uh, man, just a great day to get back in the saddle. So we're hoping to get back in our rhythm of everything, be on the lookout for um, us posting news and things on Instagram. Josh, it's been a pleasure today. Enjoyed it. Um, But anyway, until next time, us brotherly banter. We'll see you next week. See you.